Hola, my earthly peeps. Tony Florial coming to you from the Presidio of San Francisco, California. I have been gone for a couple of months. I had a bit of a hiatus there. Um, all my fault. I had uh, done a couple of interviews uh, back in, I believe it was, uh, I don't know, October, November. I lost track of time, but I know it's been at least a couple of months since I've released the last episode of Flow Real TV, episode six. And uh, yeah, I'm just gonna get vulnerable here. Basically, uh, during those uh, interviews back then, I had uh, technical difficulty and uh, it caused me to sort of have a low grade of post-traumatic stress and uh, inhibited my my confidence. I had a lot of beginner's luck for the first six episodes and uh, I would say I got cocky and I just stopped preparing for the upcoming episodes, those uh, two in mind that I had. Um, one of them is that I'm going to be releasing here and um, that's episode seven with a wonderful lady uh, performer all around amazingness and her name is Costanza and she's an actress, singer, dancer, model. I don't think I've ever met anybody that uh, does all of that at the same time. So, um, but yeah, it was during her interview, I felt really bad because uh, I had technical difficulties and uh, battery failed on me. I thought I had enough memory on one of the cameras and that failed on me. And uh, fortunately, Costanza Palapacino, that's her full name, her artist name is just Costanza. Um, she was super graceful. I mean, it just felt so bad because she's really busy. She's uh, constantly rehearsing, constantly uh, putting herself out there for uh, acting gigs. She's practicing dancing, singing. She's re like I said, she's always rehearsing. So um, I felt bad that I didn't get the full episode, but um, we were able to uh, savage, savage or salvage um, a few of these uh, beautiful moments in the interview. So it's a short and sweet interview. It's only about 20 minutes, but uh, I didn't want to uh, let it go. She was super cool with that. And, uh, oh, it's starting to rain right now. But uh, yeah, enjoy this episode with Costanza. She has some uh, pretty cool things to say, including, um, you know, how she got into uh, originally uh, like singing and acting. Um, she always knew that she would be an actress but uh, it was almost by accident that she uh, discovered singing. Um, she was a closet singer, and and as you'll see in this episode, she uh, she realized that she loved singing too. And her process of being an artist took her to um, from where she's from originally in Chile, and uh, took her all the way to New York to to learn about uh, drama and uh, you know get the full musical. Um, 
uh, music aspect of her um, her repertoire. So from there, from New York, after spending a lot of time there, she went to uh, LA where she currently resides. And she's gonna be releasing her first music single uh, pretty soon. It's, uh, it's first week of January right now, January 6th. I believe it's coming out next week. And uh, she's got a music video and a single from the same uh, music video being released soon. So check that out, support her. She's a super cool chick. We talked about flow states. At first she didn't know what I was talking about. Um, but of course everybody has their own language on what flow is, including uh, being in the zone, uh, being in the pocket. Uh, there's all kinds of names that refer to that sort of timeless state where you feel pretty superhuman. So without further ado, enjoy this episode seven with Costanza Palavicino. Uh I guess I'll title this Fire and Grace because she's, uh, I love her confidence. She has a lot of passion within her heart and she's very graceful as you'll see a beautiful person all around. There you go. So this plan B, we gotta go for what's working. Yeah. What's flowing, huh? Improvise all the time. Yes. Exactly. That's what we do. Alright. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yes. Okay. Hi everybody, this is Tony Flow Real and welcome to Flow Real TV. I'm actually I gotta start all over because I don't even know your last name. Oh yeah, you're oh, right. I, I know it's Paula Paula Vicino. Vicino. Yeah, Paola it's complicated. Vicino. If you want, I can say. It. Well, it's I mean, really it's fine. like um, Italian, right? Yes. Yeah, I can say Paula Vicino. Oh yeah, you can say it perfectly yeah. well. And do you want like Coti or no or Constanza? Constanza. Because my um, my name as a soloist, as a singer soloist, is Constanza. Yeah. So I don't wanna people associating me with Coti anymore. That's why I change into social media and everything. Uh, I mean, damn. my parents and my friends keep calling me Coti, that's fine. But yeah. like in the artistic world, my actress name is Constanza Palavicino and as a singer soloist, I'm Constanza. So no more okay. Coti. Okay, I love like, it. Yeah, so yeah, so it's gonna be one word, Constanza. Yes. Beautiful. Okay, so we're ready. Yes. Okay, awesome. Here we go. Hi everybody, this is Tony Floreal for Floreal TV. Across from me here is Costanza Palacino. Palavicino. Palavicino. And <laughs> actually, I want to do that right. I okay. want to make sure I get that right. Sure. Palavicino. Pala yes. Okay. Palavicino. Palavicino. Okay. Yes. Excellent. Hi everybody, this is Tony Floreal and welcome to Floreal TV. Across from me, is singer, actress, and model, Costanza Paula Ficino. Yes! Beautiful, I got it! Yeah, you got it! Excellent! <laughs> Beautiful! So we're here in uh, Los Angeles, California. Costanza, you've been here since the beginning of the year, 2015. Year. Yes, I just moved to LA. 
And so you came from LA from New York. New York. And but you're originally from Chile. Yes, I was born and raised in Chile. Um, and then I moved to New York after I graduated from college in Chile. And I moved to New York. I was there for five years, and then I recently moved to LA. Wow. Oh, Mosquitoes everywhere. Little bugs. Um, so basically, you've been an entertainer for like most of your life since you're a child. And kind of. I mean, professionally, I started working right after high school. Okay. But ever since I was a kid, I've been involved in like, you know, family stuff, college, I mean, high school um, performances and taking classes and everything. So. And you were saying earlier that you actually got involved with like filming and learning how to edit things back when there was VHS. <laughs> yes! The very old school 90s kind of way of recording. Whether it was like um, the music for something or I was singing. You know, you had the two cassettes at that point and then you would record from one to the other and attach the microphone to like the equipment. Super old school! And then just no like, apps? Absolutely no apps. <laughs> <laughs> and then if something was wrong, it's, it was just like, you just had to let it go or you had to like restart all over again. It wasn't like the magic that it's nowadays that you're just gonna just like cut yeah. and copy and paste. And Pretty amazing. So during that time, you started singing and dancing? Uh, and acting. Yes. And, and acting as a kid. Yes, I was in, in the theater company of my high school. Okay, got it. And so, how did you fall into that like what 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 sparked that whole passion for you to get involved with that i like ever since i can remember i've always wanted to be an actress and more like a performer it, was, it wasn't until i was like 12 or 13 that i realized i could sing and then at 15 um i started taking voice lessons and had like my first presentation to the world and it was like the reaction was something that blew my mind so I was like oh wow I guess I can touch people with okay. this <laughs> and yeah. I didn't even realize that I had like that that talent or ability so approachable to me or to others so I, I would it was I think then when I was 15 that um, an uncle of mine died and it was the middle of the summer and there was no one to sing at his funeral. Wow. And my mom actually suggested, she was like, would you mind singing? At that point, I had only sang in my room and shower. Like no one had heard me ever. Really? <laughs> As I was, you know, recording from cassette to cassette. That was like my experience with singing. And I was kind of nervous and I was like, let me think about it. And they couldn't find anyone else. So I told her, okay, I'll sing. And I'll sing, meaning I'll sing a cappella in a church full of people because there wasn't even an accompanist. So I don't know how I pulled myself together and didn't cry the whole like mass, but I managed to sing every song and people at the end just came by and hugged me and they were like, you have a beautiful voice. That was amazing. That really touched me. And I was like, oh my God, this is like my first approach to singing in public and it was like such a motivating experience for me that mm. I was like okay I think I love doing this so you got the bug from that litter not litter bug but yeah because <laughs> until then I always knew I was gonna be an actress it wasn't like oh okay and then I was like 
oh my god, I think I can also be a singer. <laughs> so you knew you were going to be an actress at that point, yes. but you didn't know you can sing. Yes. Publicly. You knew you could sing in person because you just loved yeah, to do that. Yeah, but I didn't even like fully realize of what I was doing or if I was even good or, good or not. I was I was doing it because I thought it was fun and I was like, oh, I like the Spice Girls. I'm going to record, you know. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you want to be my lover or something, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like it was just playing. I I don't think I ever thought of it as, as something serious until that episode happened, and I was like, oh wow. Did you rehearse before that? Kind of. I mean, I went to a Catholic school all my life, to an okay. all-girls Catholic school. I'm not religious right now, but um, that was the way I was raised, at least. So even though I was never in the school choir for the church, I knew the songs because like, I've been listening yeah. to them since I was a kid. So I was like, Going if I mass. have a book with the lyrics, I, I know them, you yeah. know? So that's, that's what I did. I just grabbed the, the choir book and I researched some songs and I was like, okay, I know this one, this one, and this one. And then I make the list for the mass. So what happened after that, now that you knew that you can sing, you started getting some like lessons? Yes. After that, I joined voice lessons and it was like a huge decision for me to figure out if I wanted to be an actress or a singer. Because right now in Chile, we're starting to have an approach to musical theater, but that is like very recent, very recent. So it's raw before. Before, we actually, we have no musical theater in Chile. I mean, until like a year or two ago that just started, this movement started happening. But before that, it was like, you have to decide whether you want to go to music school or to theater school, you know? And it was a huge decision. I was torn because I was like, what should I do? And I decided to go to music school because I felt like I had a lot more to learn in the music area. And I'm a very mathematical person as well. So everyone, I mean, when I analyze music, it's super mathematical and I love it. So yeah. I was like, I think I'd be a better fit in music school. But, and I loved going to music school, but I learned there that there was also a part of me missing. Cause I'm a performer. I'm not only a singer or only an actress. Mosquito. <laughs> so that's why after I finished music school in Chile, I was like, I need more. I need to express myself more. So I wanna go abroad and study musical theater in New York because I know I have the abilities to do this even though we have no musical theater in Chile. So like I n I've never even heard of Wicked or West Side Story until I arrived to New York. I was literally an alien in musical theater school in New York. Yes. Um, Did that help to your advantage? Like being, you're not knowing anything about that world and just stepping right into it without any perceived con uh, notions? I don't think so because <laughs> like yeah. I was actually as you said I was in disadvantage because a lot of the kids that I went to school with had been involved grew up with the musical theater culture so okay. had been involved in productions since they were kids and they knew all about it they knew all the musicals all the style everything I knew I could sing dance and act but I knew nothing about the genre so it was like for me at that point that I came from a music school where I learned Latin music, boleros, sambas, uh, bossa novas, salsas, and jazz, and soul, and R&B, and all this like contemporary music, it was like, 
oh my god what is this i had to learn so many new things so what i did i kind of like closed myself to really learning that so i in those two years that i went to musical theater school in new york i went to a conservatory where literally you would barely sleep <laughs> and that's what i did every second i had i was researching studying reading plays uh, going to see musicals listening to the old classics which everyone knew from all their lives and i had no idea they existed thank you wow so it's just a complete immersion and something foreign yes to you. yes wow. but i loved it as well because i was i love the genre and i also loved the fact that i could finally develop all the areas that i always wanted to and i felt like in chile at that moment at least i didn't have a chance because it was either music or either acting school okay. you know and did you have english under your belt at that point yes i had very good english because i started learning english when i was six okay but it definitely improved once i was in new york and when i went to musical theater school they had they told us to take mandatory classes to reduce our accents so for international students we had to take depending on our level of english one to three extra classes a day i mean a week to reduce our accents and work on it and i would take between three and four even though mandatory i had to take only one because i already knew english okay but i was like i'm already here i need to give it my best and everyone told me like you're gonna get as much as you put in so the more you put in the better it'll be it's already a an amazing program that I need to take advantage of. It's super expensive and I'm extremely lucky to have the opportunity to be here. So I'm going to do my best. You took advantage of it. Yes, I yeah. took like almost every extra class <laughs> possible. So you've always been a high performer where you're just like, I'm dedicated to this I'm devoted to my crap. I'm going to put as much work. And the fact that other people were encouraging you that you're going to get as much as you put in, you actually did it. Yes. And you continue to hone your craft and put the hours in and learn new things and yes okay let's talk about flow states cool okay <laughs> what do you mean by that <laughs> so basically like there are times when people get in these the zone so athletes talk about getting this space where it just feels like every time they like it's a basketball player like every shot goes in um, oh, time yeah. slows down yeah. you almost feel like um, you're even observing yourself like yeah. while you're in the act yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, it's just flowy like there's time feels work whether it speeds up or slows down yeah so have you had a feeling like that as yes. a performer and yes. especially like people talk about performing in front of large groups of people so it's even amplified yeah I've definitely have I've had those moments. Um, I would say a lot of times, especially in the process of achieving something where you're in a lot of rehearsals or studying a lot by yourself or in a group, whatever, I've, I've had to learn to observe myself from the outside or listen to myself outside of, you know, when I'm singing, especially at the beginning, for example, it's like, I would listen to something that I would just recorded and I'm like, is that how I sound? Like, you know, have you ever heard yourself yeah, in a I, recording and you're like, ew, it's that my voice? Like, I, I, that still happens with you know? the video. <laughs> yeah, but I'm getting more comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, of course, that happens to everyone because, you know, what we hear inside is different from what we hear outside. So I've learned after a lot of recording my voice or images or something, like 
how to appreciate my, my talent from like an outside perspective. So, for example, if I wanted to make it sound a certain way, I know how it needs to sound inside of myself to achieve that. It's kind of weird. So that's sometimes what happens in the process. But of course, once you're in the moment of something, you're not thinking about that. You can't no. be like, oh yes, uh, this angle or like this. You, you just let it flow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in those moments when that is happening, after all of the previous training and practicing and rehearsing, that magical moment happens when mm. it's like, I feel like time sort of freezes and it's just this magical moment where I don't even know exactly where I am. Like, I know I'm here, but it's just like, I'm also like everywhere. I don't even know how to explain that. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I wanted to get was your interpretation, your own work language on like what that flow zone moment's like for you. So it freezes for you. Yeah. And you feel like, it's outside a, of yourself yeah it's anyway. kind of like a moment in suspense when it's like <gasps> and then life continues to happen it's kind of weird i don't know and how long does that feeling last like after a performance for you do you do you like do you notice it like oh my gosh i was in that space like while you're in it or it happens like after you're done with the performance uh, like in the moment i don't think of anything else i'm just like living that nothing else comes to my mind like oh my god you're doing a great job or nothing like <laughs> nothing else is happening it's just like that moment in time that's like magical and then yeah after that I usually get super excited or like a lot of times has happened to me that I get nervous after a performance okay. a lot of people get nervous before right and they're for, like yeah. oh my god oh my god and I'm yeah. just like super chill centered in peace I do my performance and after that I'm like oh my god Oh my god, did you see that? Oh my god, you know? Yeah, so you don't like, get any anxiety or uh I mean I do get nervous sometimes, but okay. it's very mild. Very like mild, I've, I've never just... been like I can't go out, I'm too nervous. Never. That has never happened to me. And but I do get super excited and nervous after after <laughs> yeah. and especially as people like say that was amazing, like you get all this incredible feedback about your performance and Yes, a lot I mean that's like amazing and I'm so grateful. That it's usually that moment that happens when you just go back backstage and you're alone and you're like, oh my god. And then like you feel like my hands are shaking and I'm like, oh my god, that just happened, you know? Amazing. So yeah. has there been a time where you hadn't been happy with your performance? And oh, many times. I'm a perfectionist. So the fact that if I am extremely happy with a performance that I've done, it's like very rare. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm usually happy, but to be like, oh my god, that was amazing. Not a lot of times. <laughs> no, and that, those were those 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 rare peak experience yes. moments. Okay. Yes, that those moments have even happened to me in rehearsal, not necessarily like in the actual performance. You right. know, so it's those magical moments that can happen anywhere in the process. That's why I I mean I love it all. I love the pre, the actual, and the post. You know. Yeah. Have you had them outside of performing in your life? I'm sure I have. Yeah. Like you just, see, like um, sometimes they talk about having that with a conversation with somebody. So you have a conversation, and then you're just looking at the clock. Like where did time go? Oh, so like definitely. hours just flew yeah. by. Definitely. Yes. Many times. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Or like emergency situations. Um, oh yeah. You know, like in a car accident, like the car starts spinning in slow motion or something like that. Yeah. There's, there's many like cases of that. Um, anything comes up to your in your mind of 
a moment like that? I or? mean, definitely a lot of interesting conversations that just last for hours. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of moments. I remember when we first met, like, we were talking about synchronicity. Oh, yes. And Perfect so, synchronicity. Yeah, so like, you're in Chile, you go to New York, now LA, and jobs show up and is that like a result of a special process that you have or like a, a belief that you have like how you end up meeting like the right like yeah director or producer you obviously you're putting all the work and going through yeah. many auditions doing many rehearsals but you find that these jobs or something lines up for you or tells you when you need to go to new york yeah. or when you need to go back to chile or no, definitely. I believe in, in perfect synchronicity and I also believe in... Sorry, that distracted me. And oh, now sorry. I don't know what, what, what was I talking about. <laughs> what, what were we talking about? So we're talking about like synchronicity and like, you uh, know, like director. Oh, I remembered. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I believe in perfect synchronicity and also in sci uh, science. science. Yeah. So I do believe that the universe is constantly sending me signs of what I should do, where I should go. And it's not only me, everyone, it's just a matter of being aware enough to see them, you know, or feel them. Yeah, that's a sign. We were just talking about uh, helicopters flying and by when we're doing yeah. filming. <laughs> like LA and all the helicopters. LAPD. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so you do pay attention. What would be an example of a sign for you from the universe? What, what do you notice that speaks to you about where to go, where to flow? So many. <laughs> so many. Um, well, recently actually, not, not only signs, but also things that sometimes I think and then th that happens. It's like I call them, you know? Like I was just thinking today, I'm, as I told you, I'm producing now my first single and music video and I'm in charge of everything, literally. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> talking to every expert in their area, but I'm supervising everything. And I was just thinking, oh my God, I would love to have that person with me, but I, I really can't afford to like fly another person here to LA to shoot the music video with me and pay them what they actually, you know, charge and everything. And then I was talking to the director and he was like, let me talk to her because I know she told me that she would love to work with you. So maybe we can arrange something out. She's going to fly herself and she's going to charge me half of what she charges everyone. And I'm like, oh my God, I was just thinking of like, I would love to work with her. And now she, she is. And I was just like calling that. It was just like so amazing, a perfect sign. Yes. Yeah. So the moment you had this thought, it it shows up. Yeah. It became so. It becomes a reality. Yeah. Amazing. And so there are other times that that's happened. Like, is that a rare moment, or does that? No, that happens to me a lot. Actually, I feel like I I don't know. I dream stuff, or I I think of stuff, and then they just happen. Unfortunately, that concludes episode seven with Constanza. Hopefully in the near future, we'll have a full episode. Meanwhile, check out her website, CostanzaOfficial.com, for her new single, Feeling Like It's Hot. <laughs>